You don't pull a thread. No to follow so. Tea, chicken and, and, and bread, and that will bring us back to do 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 do. A deer, a female deer, Ray. I'm gonna tell you that I'm recording right now. No, you're not. This whole time? Yeah. Like this whole time? Not this whole time, but like even with my since when? Hey guys, welcome back to. Episode four of Toke With It. You're here with me, and I've got May back on. Hey, May. Eat ass. Like an asshole with shit on the rims. Go eat that. <laughs> Sorry. That. Thank you. Um, how has your week been? It's been all right. I started my job. And um, that has been quite an adventure. Yeah, you said uh, you were telling telling me about that you had a little situation, like a lunchroom situation. There is no training, like literally no training program, nothing. And someone literally had to come down and fetch me because I wasn't authorized to get to my floor or in the building even. So someone has to come and fetch me. And then when I got to my floor, no one even told me where my desk was or if I had a desk or where to sit. So I just stood there with my thumb up my ass for about like a solid 15 minutes and I just stood there oh my god and gazed around the room waiting for further instructions and quite literally no one told me where to sit and then when I finally just picked a desk and I was like can I sit here and everyone's like yeah feel free to sit there and it ended up being someone's desk I cannot I'm sorry I I cannot I cannot even imagine like going into a place I don't know like can I sit here? Everyone's like, yeah, go right ahead. Some guy walks up and he's like, you're sitting at my desk? Pretty much. <laughs> and there was even, I didn't see it before, but there was literally a used coffee mug on the desk. So there were definitely signs that you should not sit there. Yes, but I just didn't see that. It was also like the only desk that looked available, somewhat available. So I just like sat there because no one told me what to do. So where did you end up sitting? Um, I never moved because I didn't know where else to where go. Did guy sit? He was just, he just sat like, hmm, I don't know. Guy's space and then you don't even know what you did with him? Well, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, oh, no, you can sit there. And he, I don't know where he went. (laughs) What are you going to do tomorrow when you go into work? I've been sitting there since day one. Oh, so now it's just your seat. I guess so. You just, you took over that seat. You're like, (laughs) nah, fuck you. I guess so. Damn, bro. How are you? Uh, so I... How are you currently? I, so... You're referring to the fact I took mushrooms and I went to an art exhibit. I'm great. Honestly, I feel 10 out of 10. There, I can't remember. Did I tell you about the wizard? No. Okay. So first of all, I just want to say that this particular exhibit, I'm pretty sure is for people that partake in psychedelic adventures because... It was 100% curated. I walked in and it opens up. Like, it's extremely immersive. Like, it literally just bops you into this other world. And you just literally wander about. You go into, like, this shed thing and it just opens up into, like, this, like, forest of brightly colored woods and rocks. And anyways, there was a wizard there. (laughs) And swear to God, he just followed me around. 
Wait, like an actual wizard? An actual guy dressed in a wizard. Like he had a wizard hat on. And I and you were on shrooms during this adventure? This entire adventure, yes. I just let the shrooms take me wherever they wanted to take me. But this wizard kept appearing. And I think he knew. He must have known. Because when I tell you, like I turn... I turn this corner and he's just bop, there. He's just standing there. He's walking towards me. I turn around so quick. Like, I'm like, nope. I nope myself somewhere else. Is this like it meets the Hobbit? No, it wasn't scary. That sounds terrifying. It wasn't scary at all. I paid to do that to myself. Are you kidding me? How much was it? Um, I think it was like 35 and you can just be in there for however long you want. There's no like time limit. That does not sound like you a pleasant enter, time. You just enter this other world and there's like a house and in different rooms are different door portals to other areas. For some context i have never done or messed with psychedelics because it would absolutely stop my heart and i would just cease to exist i would just like to say i would never encourage anybody to do anything that they wouldn't want to do i believe everything is consensual so well thank you for that (laughs) or not taking in psychedelics i'm not here to tell you what to do with your life but if I'm just saying I love them. She loves drugs. I have a shirt that says, don't do drugs. And it's a bright yellow shirt with this like little derpy guy with big shoes and a rainbow that says, don't do drugs. So that's where I'm at in life. I sleep in that shirt. She sleeps in a don't do drugs shirt. Honestly. But does drugs. Frequently. False advertisement. How is work? Well, my birthday was this past- Didn't you work on your birthday? Work on my birthday. I did. I voluntarily worked on my birthday. I wanted to work on my birthday. And reasoning was? Oh, as a bartender, you just make a stupid amount of money on your birthday. Like- do you advertise that it's your birthday? I wore a birthday crown. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, yes. I'm walking around like, it's my birthday. It's fucking good. How old are you now? I'm 30. Woof, woof. Big 3-0. 30, flirty, and thriving. Did I say that right? Yeah. I said that right? Yeah. Cool. Hashtag. No, no, no hashtag. There's no hashtag in that. No. Okay. Just 30 flirty and thriving. But I'll hashtag it on Instagram or no? No. Oh, yeah. If you want. No, I won't be doing that. (laughs) We know the only pictures I post are for the pod anyways. How do you like my pod space? My new pod space. Do you like it? On Instagram? Wait, what? Oh, like the pod we're sitting in right now. We are in the space right now. What are you talking about? I love it. This is so profesh. I love the sign. I love the seats. I love the aesthetic. It's like, ooh, I was not talking in the mic there. I love the aesthetic. Yeah, can we make sure we please talk into these mics? I paid a bit of money for them. So yes, ma'am. Thank, thank you. No, I love the aesthetic. Thank you. This is very profesh, very calming, very, I feel safe. I love it. I mean, you're going to be here a lot. This feels like a very, very calm, safe place to disclose all my secrets. I'm really just here for your secrets. Can we go to secret number one? Secret number one. Um, My body did something that's never done before. Last weekend. What is that? Um, so I, my life has been so dry, 
so dry. Like I have not been whispered in my ears by a man, touched by a man, not heard the voice of a man in forever. So you single, single is what you're saying. Like not just single, so, so lonely. (laughs) Are you lonely or are you? No, I just had not like had any male interaction in decades. Like I was the Sahara desert. Well, I know it was when, so dry. I know when you first moved here, you this was like this is your first apartment that it's just you. Like you don't have like a roommate. Yes, ma'am. Or anything. And so I know that being that alone was an adjustment. It was scary. I genuinely was just scared because I thought someone might like break in and kidnap me and take my cat and then like murder me, but Honestly, I love living alone now. It was just, I, I'm on Bumble. I'm on Bumble. Let's just, I'm just going to jump to Bumble because Jumble, (laughs) Jumble, Bumble, Bumble is just a whole nother, another layer of life that needs to be discussed. All right. Well, talk to me about your Bumble. So I never go, I have a Bumble. I'm like one of those annoying people that have a Bumble. And I honestly get so scared meeting someone because I'm genuinely afraid someone's going to kidnap me. I think that's a, like, I don't, I feel like I always go on to the Daily Mail on Snapchat and there's always a new story of like, oh, sugar baby gets kidnapped and decapitated. Bumble date gets kidnapped and decapitated like all these online dating sites they're just getting kidnapped i think there's a level of personal safety you have to have especially like i think it's going to be very interesting to hear the differences because i don't have that experience when i date like when i go on dates but we date different people like you date dudes i date women so there's I don't have as much of a sense of fear. I'm not saying I'm not saying that there's there's not risk involved. There's obviously risk. Do you feel like as someone who dates men, do you feel like that risk is more for you? Mm, yeah, probably. I mean, I know like most serial Yes. Dudes. Yes. I'm gonna go with yes, but I also just have an ongoing fear like from my for as long as I can remember of being afraid to get kidnapped. But anyways, that was really dark. To my Bumble story, I finally decided I was going to meet this boy that I was randomly chatting on Bumble for a little. And I went on a mission. Like, I went on a mission. I went to get laid. I didn't even bother. I, like, didn't even bother to look at his profile very well. All I knew was that I was meeting him at a bar that had pool and I like was like yeah we can go there but honestly if he had told me to just like hop on over to his apartment I would have you were looking to get that dick I was I was on a mission and so I showed up there and he was actually like I was like pleasantly surprised because I kind of like while I was driving I was like damn I don't like really know who to look for because I didn't like really look at the profile very well Mm -hmm. he this like man just asked me to hang out I was like yeah and so I went and met him at the bar and he was really hot. And then I, I don't know how this happened or like why my body just like did this. But so we were at the bar, we hung out. Oh, by the way, we started playing arcade games and I had the remote where, or the controller where you put your name on the screen. I didn't know his name. So I put in my name. This isn't the guy. This is not the guy that I set you up with, right? No. Okay, this wasn't. That's a whole nother story. No, no, no. Sure, I was like, hold on, wait, because I know that y'all. No, this happened last weekend. Oh, okay. So this is like this is fresh. Okay. okay. And so I'm like putting our names on the, um, on the screen. I put my name in, and I look over and I realize I, I don't know his name. I literally don't know his name. (gasps) So I just like mildly shit myself and play it cool. I'm like, here, put your name in. And I just handed him the, um, it was a shooting game. So I handed him the gun that like 
was the one controlling everything and doing all the settings and he just didn't he didn't ask questions what was his name Eli, Eli 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 and then so that happened and then finally he was like you want to go to my oh we went to another bar um we went to another bar after that and then finally he was like we can go to my place and I was like hell yeah so he went to his place I kid you not I drenched this man's bed like it was a fucking tsunami and I was so embarrassed like so embarrassed and you know he's probably telling all his friends like, how fucking wet he got you like no it's so bad it's so bad it literally compliment no it literally went through his like his duvet like through his duvet through his sheets it's comfort like I drenched the bed and it was so bad and it was so disgusting and just so wet like the whole bed was wet and so and like even when I went under I don't know what happened like I don't know what happened I didn't even know what happened I did not feel it when it was happening <laughs> had I known that I was like literally just sh- a shooting geyser I would have just like stopped but I did not know like I couldn't feel it when it was happening and so I was so embarrassed but this is the worst part is I went on a mission right yeah I I did it I was satisfied obviously and then I like it was so late and I guess we both kind of like I don't know what he was expecting but I like pulled the covers to like go to bed and that's when I realized it like went through and it was just so wet I I wasn't comfortable. I didn't want to sleep in the wet bed. So I went home. <laughs> oh my God. What time was this? This is like 1 a.m. I was really tired. I was really tired and the bed was still just, it was so wet and I was so uncomfortable and I didn't want to sleep there and I felt bad like fucking his bed up and then leaving, but... Well, it wasn't comfy. comfy. He, he invited you over. How often do you ever invite guys to your place? No, I've never had a man in my room. Is that like you just prefer going over there or? I would bring someone over if it was serious. But since I've moved here the past year, I just have not had anyone that I would date or I just knew I would never date. So I never invited them over. That's fair. Like if it's going to be, I don't know if I just know it's going to be casual and it's kind of just for benefits. I'd rather they don't come over. I'll know anything about them. I just prefer not to have them come into my life. You just use Bumble for sex. Actually, okay, here's the other thing. I might have saw this guy. Okay, no, it was two weekends ago that that happened. And then last weekend, we hung out again. Did you remember his name this time? Yeah, I did. I did. I actually went to go hang out with him because he, I didn't expect him to ask me to hang out again after like well, you gave him a everything, everything that happened. Well, I really did not expect to hear from him again, but... He did end up texting me, and this time I did actually, like, go to hang out. That's fair. Well, did you enjoy hanging out with him? I did. Good. Are you I did. Him again? Yes. <laughs> to be continued. TBD. May and Eli sitting in a tree. Stop that. Stop that. Nothing, nothing Stop beats, that. Nothing beats your sound of music situation that happened. I'm not falling for that again. I'm just I will not be doing that. Tell us about the gay side of Bumble. Tell me about the gay side of Bumble. Um, I want to know. There's not much to tell. I think I don't know. I think people in general like in the dating world they get caught up in like like finding someone to call like 
their one. And, like, I think for me, I'm just, like, who are these people? I have a question. What? I feel like, so, there's a norm, especially at my age, like, dudes, people are always making jokes and the assumption that, like, all dudes just want to fuck. They just want to fuck. They don't want a relationship. Do you find that same problem dating girls or do more girls want to be like in a real relationship or is it just like the same? I think it really depends on what you're looking for, what you find. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're looking for hookups, I think you match with more hookups. And I think when you are truly interested in wanting to find and build relationships, I think you find that that starts being what you're seeing on those dating sites. Do you pick your energy people? I've been a mistress unknowingly. Unknowingly. I don't know if it counts if it was, well, in college, after you found out you were the mistress, did you, this is a crazy story actually. I want to hear it. So my senior year of college, so embarrassing. I was, I was a mistress by 21. Gosh, I'm such an idiot. But senior year... That was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. No, that was... Damn, it feels a lot longer. But... You just aged so much in those two years. Those two years. That was a dumb load of wisdom. <laughs> You, you came out to learn some. Life wore me out this past year. Lessons. Uh, the workforce ages me like nothing. <laughs> All right. So, so tell me about how you found out you were a mistress. So it was senior year of college. Um, and I, oh, so in, I think it was July actually. So July, 2021, I had car issues. I take it to this car shop hottest mechanic ever like this is so cliche but this mechanic was so hot and I instantly he fixed my car smiled at me I paid him then I sucked his dick oh. <laughs> I'm kidding <laughs> did happen that fast well wow but for a ride. but that's essentially what was happening he I was just he was so hot and then one night and my roommates had met him. Like we had been hanging out. My roommates had met him. He'd been sleeping over, whatever. And my, one of my roommates, it's like a Wednesday night and it's several months later. So it's already like beginning of the school semester, the fall semester. Mm-hmm. And my roommate was like, and my roommate was like, Hey, are you still talking to Nate? And I was like, yeah, why? She's like, will you come here for a second? And my roommate was a Tinder queen. Like she was feral for Tinder. She got kicked off all the time. We had to remake accounts for her. Oh my God, are you fucking serious? She was a, she was a Tinder rat. Like she was feral for Tinder, but that's a whole nother story. But she came upon this Tinder profile that was of him. And at the bottom it said, if you or anyone know of this man or is seeing him please contact us he's married and what happened was the wife and her best friend had put out this fake tinder profile of him to search for the mistress which was me and so my roommate contacted her and was like hey i have a friend who's like seeing him is he really married And they were talking back and forth. My roommate, um, bless her soul, she handled this so well, actually. She, like, talked to me first, and she was like, are you okay if I, like, give her your information? I was like, you can give me her Snapchat. I didn't want to do text. Yeah. I don't know why. Snapchat is, like, so much more temporary to me, even though you can save it. I don't know. It just felt better to do it on Snapchat. I don't really know why. But I was like, you can give me her Snapchat. Mm-hmm. and I'll reach out. Let me think about it, and I'll reach out. So take you to reach out? Not long, like 30 minutes. Oh, shit, you didn't even wait. No. Um, and so 
she gave me her Snapchat and then I added her and then the it was the wife and so the wife was like um I didn't want to talk to your friend because I was like I don't want to talk to any third parties but I'll talk to the wife and so we were just snapchatting back and forth and then the she just asked questions um what did she ask you obvious did you guys have sex I was like yeah how long Mm, four or five months like like normal yeah um and I was pretty straight it was pretty straightforward um and then uh, she was like oh can you give me this that and then I finally just told her I was like I'll give you an hour you can ask anything you want I'll provide anything and after that you're done my contact has to be completely deleted and you can't have it in your life mm -hmm. and so I was just like I can't be like I'll give you the information I have screenshots I have you take that family lawyer whatever the situation is you choose to do with this but I need to be completely taken out so I think the question we're all asking here is did you fuck him after you made contact with the wife? No, no. Did he ever contact you back? No. So what happened was after that, um, I left him on red. And it took a couple days. I And all those days, I thought about like driving to his work and spitching him out, screaming or like calling him, whatever. And he would just Snapchat me photos and I just would leave him on red. So it's obvious that the wife hadn't confronted him yet these few days. So there was like a few day resting period where he was trying to make contact with you. You were just flat out ignoring it. Yes. And then after a few days. And then one day, yeah. And then a couple days later, I was just walking to class and he just unadded me and blocked me. And that's when I knew that was when she told him. Um, and as much as I thought about driving to his work and just screaming, I just, didn't um I don't know I think they also had a daughter they had a house they had life they had a three-year-old two three-year-old daughter like they had a whole life and like it sucked on my end but if the wife hadn't said anything I didn't want to be the one to I just didn't feel like I feel like she deserved the chance to confront him more than me So I wanted her to go about it the way she wanted to and needed to. Yeah. So, and we weren't communicating. Like we didn't set up like, oh, let's help together. No, no. It was a very, like we talked for an hour. That was it. And then it was between, it was a family matter. I never saw or heard from him again. Honestly, good for you. Like. The situation happened and you just like, you cut. Did I drive by his work about five times a day for several months after? Yes. Did I flinch at every pickup red truck I saw? Yes. Why is it always vehicles that make us like have like PTSD moments? Yeah, so... That is how that happened. Um, that following weekend, the weekend that I, so I found out on a Wednesday and then that weekend, I ended up getting wasted at this new bar that opened and I like sprained my ankle and tore my knee, falling off a stage, pissed drunk. What was I doing on a stage? I'm pretty sure I didn't belong on stage. Um. What were you doing? I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't know. My friend. So my friend, my other roommate, who's my best friend, she went through a nasty breakup that month too. Like a nasty breakup as in like he (laughs) fucked our house up. Shit was thrown. Things were broken. People threatened to call the, like it was a nasty breakup Uh and they'd been dating for a couple years. So it was, it was rough. And so we both were just down bad. Two emotionally unstable best friends and females just going out and no one else went out with us. It was just us two. So we didn't go with a group. It was just us two. Oh, and y'all are just feeding. She pissed her bed 
that night. She pissed in her bed. No. I for what I don't know what happened, but there was a trail of my outfit that I had worn that night that started in the kitchen and went all the way downstairs into my room. Like a shoe here, a shirt there, my skirt here, another shoe here, my underwear here, my bra here, from the kitchen to my room. I mean, at least you could retrace your steps. I have no idea like what happened that night. Yeah, but we woke up beat up and I went to work at 6 a.m. the next morning. And I, this is horrible, but I drove to work and I lost my car. Like I got off my shift and I didn't know where I parked. Were you, did you, obviously you found your car. Yeah, I had to hike around. I had to hike around. That was just a, that was a very unstable weekend. It sounds like it, but was it cathartic? Were you able to move on from it? Yeah, I actually moved on from it pretty fast because, I mean, again, with him, it was also very casual. I really liked him, but I really, really liked him, but it was like very obvious he wasn't into me. So like, not seriously, he was enough to like hang out and sleep with me, but he never once brought up being together or like he emotionally displayed that it wasn't ever going to be serious that I wanted to be. Yes. But it was obvious that he wasn't ever going to. He was entirely married with a kid. Yeah. But I didn't know that at the time. So did you think that like before you knew that the wife was, before there was a wife that like, because a few months is just a few months. Like, how do you know if you want to be with someone? I just had the fattest crush on him. I would have dated him. Did I want to? Yes. Did I think he would ever? No. But that like incredible want to date him during that time made me think he might. That's fair. Even though I knew he wouldn't. That's fair. Also, for me, if a, you're seeing someone consistently, it only takes like a month and a half, two months to be able to decipher if there is like genuine potential or not, if they like want you or not. For you? Yes. Like you're like two months, I can tell if somebody is or isn't about me. Yes. Okay. I don't think time means anything. Why? Because, I mean, like you said, like, some people it takes two months. Some people know within two weeks. My best friend and her husband have been together for, like, five years. And she moved him in, like, immediately. That's bold. That is bold. They have one of the best relationships that I've ever seen. I guess from my end, at least if you're someone who really likes another person and you kind of show it or verbalize it and they just have nothing to say or give back within two months, it's probably a more casual thing. I feel like if someone wants you and wants to be with you, their actions, rather they're trying to show it or not, will show. Because if you really like someone, you can't help what you're displaying because you just like them that much. Yeah, you just like, it's it's fools in love, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but, you're just like, oh, I'm gushing. Like, How do you guys feel? I was 21 and he was 29, actually. About the age gap? Mm-hmm. Does that sound weird? I've heard worse. I've heard worse age gaps than that. 21 and 29. What do you guys think about that? That's just an age he never age. lied about his age. Just Is there to put it out there. Well, people have. I don't know why. I've, I tend to go for older guys. Like even without knowing, they just always tend to be older. Mm-hmm. 
And sometimes they do lie about it. But I was 21. He was 29. He didn't lie about it. So I'm just wondering. I don't think there's anything weird. I think uh, in regards to adults that are of consenting age, if you're consenting and you like what you like and you're, I feel like I'm putting a lot of parameters on this, but like, yeah, if you're 21 or if you're fucking 25 and you want to date somebody and you're attracted to somebody who's 60 years old and they like you back, like, why the fuck not? <laughs> love, baby. Like, if I walked in here with a 60 year old man, no, don't bring him over. <laughs> what would you say? I'll go over there. You better give me a fucking heads up. Would you be concerned if I was with a 60 year old man? If. He wasn't good for you. Like, as your friend, all I could ever want is somebody that's, like, that's good to you and good for you. And if you're happy, like, that's what I'm asking. You know what I mean? Like, what I feel. You're a lot more open than I am. Yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing with that old nut sack? <laughs> I mean, girl, if he dick it down, he dick it down. Like, go you. I mean, I bet his retirement plan looks fucking awesome. How's that 401k, sis? That's fair. That's a valid point. Kind of. Still. Some red flags in that situation if I saw one of my friends. Situation. 60-year-old man with a really young girl... They have to know. They can't genuinely believe that it's all they don't just care. personality. They don't care. Yeah, you're right. They don't care. Yeah, you're right. That's so real. That's the trick is they don't give a fuck. Just don't be saggy. Just, you know, you, again, you like what you like and there's there shouldn't be judgment on it. It's what you want, you know what I mean? Like, I'm here to encourage my friends, not discourage them. But some of our friends at times are absolutely stupid and they shouldn't be encouraged. Oh, I'm gonna laugh at you the next time that we're out for dinner and you're like, Allie, why the fuck did you let me date a 60 year old man? And I'm gonna be like, for this moment, so we can laugh. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone were, it probably would be me. Honestly, yeah. Can you do it just one time? Let's take a vote. I did go on a date with a 60-year-old man. I did go on a date, a dinner date. Just one? Was he? I went twice with him. I went twice with him. Was he paying you to be there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I got an allowance for my presence. How do you feel about that? I felt great because I took that cash and I was able to go to Asia and go shopping. You had a great time when you were in Asia, didn't you? I did, and majority of my spending was not supplied by me. Can we um, can we talk about the situation that happened with your with your card while you were over there? Ugh. So my friend and I were essentially dumb and dumber. Um, we both forgot our debit cards. Yeah, my, I say. How do you forget your fucking debit card when you're going? Okay, actually, no, let me, let me requote that. My dumbass friend forgot her debit card. My debit card, I'm pretty sure, got lost in the Uber I took going to the airport. Okay. And so, when, the gosh, so we get to... We're out in Phuket in Thailand, and it's Phuket. It's not Phuket. It is Phuket. And you heard it here, guys. 
And we were out in Phuket and my friend was like, I forgot my debit card. And I was like, oh, no worries. I have mine, whatever. And we both were um, sugar babying around before this trip a lot and just collecting our cash for the trip. So for the first half of the trip, we were pretty much just using the cash we got from going to dinner and lunch. So you guys were in a- And that honestly is what saved us. You guys were in a foreign country, unbothered as fuck. Yes. Yes. And so honestly, going to those dinner and lunches is what saved our asses because we survived off of that off of that for half the trip. And so I was like, that's okay. I have my debit card. Um, but at this point in time, we still got a decent amount of cash just from what we brought um, landing in Thailand. And so she was like, okay, cool. And so we're just living our day, our days, And then we finally take a boat out and we're like out in the further islands out in the ocean. Um, We're on PP Dawn and PP Island and stuff. And so these islands especially do not take card at all. Like it is cash only. It is cash only once you go like way out. And so we're at a bar and we're getting drinks and then we decided to add get more drinks and we realized we're out of cash so I'm like okay just order another round I'm gonna walk down the street and go to the ATM and pull out some cash more cash I get to the ATM and I realize my debit card is not in my wallet oh no and I'm freaking the fuck out I don't understand how this happened whatever and I was like oh my gosh I guess I did forget my debit card and then so I'm like trying to look through my wallet and the best next best thing you can hope for if you don't have a debit card in a foreign country is that you at least have a visa credit card because almost every ATM takes a visa takes visa right the only backdrop on that and why people don't do this is the is the cash advance the interest rate on a cash advance off of a credit card are really high like Probably like twenty five percent. Like they're stupid high. But that's that's what it's for, right? It's for emergency. Yeah. And so, like at that point, fuck a high interest rate. I'm just trying to find cash so I can pay for our damn bill that we already consumed. And so, I don't have my Visa credit card with me either. I don't know, or something like that. We didn't set it up with a pin. You had said like all I had. Yeah. it hadn't been activated. All I had was my fucking Discover card. Let me tell you, Discover is not Garbage. really an international, is not an international thing. We're up a creek without any singular paddle. Pretty much. And so about an hour had gone by and I got a message from my friend and she's like the owner of the restaurant and like everyone, they're like really worried about you. You need to come back. They said, don't worry. Like you just need to come back. They're getting worried. And so I come back and I'm like at their table at this bar, profusively sobbing, like sobbing just at this bar, telling the owner sorry and everything. And they're like, no, no, don't worry. Don't worry. And I'm just sobbing my eyes out and they let us go. They just let us go. We literally could not pay for the tab. Oh my! And God. they just let us go, luckily. And then so we we leave. Um, we try to like talk to our guide and he's like, yeah, there's no way, like there's no, um, there's no, what was I going to say? There's no way to like help you here if you don't have a debit card. Um, there's no embassy. Like we legit were about to go to an embassy and see if we can pull cash out with our passports. And I don't know, like some way. Um, so we thought about going to an embassy. There was none near us. Um, I walked into like an AT&T store. I walked into a tourist booth tour, like all these different ones, a 7-Eleven asking if I could do cash back on a small purchase by about like something small and then I asked for cash back if they did that. That's not a thing in Asia. They don't do cash back. Wait, that's not a thing in Asia at all? No. That's wild. They don't they don't do cash back, apparently. At least based off my experience. Um yeah, so example, man. 
like yeah. a scary fucking situation. So we had to target places that only took credit card. Luckily, we were out in these little islands with a tour, a prepaid tour that came with majority of our meals. Mm-hmm. And then finally at the airport, like, so we went from Phuket to the airport to Bangkok. And luckily, the one at the airport had one ATM in like all of freaking Thailand that took a Discover card. And I took enough cash out for the rest of Thailand. But then we were fucked again once we landed in Vietnam. And then how long were you guys in Vietnam? For a week. We were there for a week. Was it Vietnam where you wrecked your motorcycle? Yes. I crashed my motorcycle into this poor man, into this little village, beautiful little village, into this poor man's like seamstress shop. So I'm going to let you know. So at this point, I'm taking care of your cat. Yes. So there were two people that you had two different sitters. I was the second half walking. Yes. So I'm watching May's cat and I get a message. Whose cat? May's cat. I'm watching your cat. Hey, oh. what is happening here? I'm so tired. I'm talking to our people. What is? Oh my god. Okay. I want to talk about that moment. So I'm watching May's cat, and May messages me that she's been in a motorcycle accident. In a foreign fucking country. And I messaged back and I'm like, what do you mean you've been in a bicycle, been in a motorcycle accident? Like, are you okay? Like, what are your injuries? I don't know if you're waking up in the hospital and you're now messaging me. Like, you gave me no details. You're just like, I've been in a motorcycle wreck. What's wrong with you? Dramatic effect. Yeah, you're definitely here for the drama. So glad that you're okay, by the way. Thank you. Me too. Um, do you want to go into detail on how you wrecked your motorcycle? First of all, why were you driving a motorcycle? So out in Sapa Valley, which is the rice field terrace out in Vietnam, you, there's not a lot of taxis. There's no Uber. Really, if you want to get into the little villages out in the valley and through the mountains, you, it has to be done by motorcycle. And there's just, you don't have to show insurance or anything. It's about $3 a day. You can rent a motorcycle for the whole day. Okay. I mean, $3, that's not. Um, so that's, we, our plan was just to rent motorcycles and go motorcycling across the valley and look at all the different villages and just bike around. Okay. Um, my friend was so damn bad at it that when we went to pick up the motorcycles, the owner of the shop was like, no, she can't do that. She has to ride with you. She's going to wreck my bike. Like she was so bad at it that her just trying to start the motorcycle, like lift it and start it, they took it away. Oh no. And so I was together. Yes, but I had never I'm decent at riding by myself. I had never gone riding with someone sitting on my back. Yeah. And that is a whole that shifts the weight a lot. Like that is a whole nother sort of feeling for me. Oof. Um, but there's no other way around it. Like they were not budging and like we're in Saba Valley. We want to see all the villages. So yeah, that's why you came. And so we were like, fuck it. Like we have no other choice. We don't just want to stay in our, stay in our, um, Airbnb. If we want to go. And so she was, she got on my back. Um, and it was hard. Like it was kind of hard. And we got to this little village and it was on such a steep incline. Like Mind you, we're out in the rice terraces. So these villages are like dirt roads, rocks. And I kid you not, I kept getting stuck behind ox traffic, like behind kids herding their ox back up the mountain. This is how, yeah, like I was, it was really ethnic out here. And it was really, I was deep in the country 
and we were going on this incline and I literally just, this person, like an actual cyclist on a bicycle, like cut in front, right, just a bike, cut in front of me or didn't cut. It happened so fast. I don't know if he, it was my fault or if he cut in front of me. I don't know. Um, But I hit or he hit me and then I literally just fell off the road. Bro. And we skid into this man's shop. What happened after that? Like what, like immediately, like you wrecked the bike, like what, what ensued after? I was so embarrassed, but I just like these two officers and officers, I mean, like, I don't know if you've seen like old Chinese movies or old Asian movies, but like, they're not officers with guns and stuff. They're, they're in that like dark Navy green uniform with the little cap and on, and just on bikes. Okay. Like a little village officer. Cute. Um, and I just see two of them like lean over me and they're probably like asking if I'm okay in Vietnamese, but I didn't understand. They're just like saying a lot of words I don't understand. And I just, they helped me up and I just kept like bowing. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry <laughs> to the shop owner and to everyone around me. I was so embarrassed. And then these officers and all these men like helped lift my bike back onto the road. They're heavy. They're really heavy. So they had to lift the bike, put it back onto the road. And then I was so embarrassed. I just told my friend who was like bleeding away. I was like, get the fuck on. We got to (laughs) go. And we just like got back, never looked back. And we just went back to our Airbnb and returned the bikes. You just, you called it quits after that? Yeah, I did. It was so embarrassing. Also to make it worse, there was an entrance fee to the village that we wanted to go look at and it was cash only. So after we had fallen and everything, no, we went to the village. I forget the order, but like we went on this trek to this specific village that we really wanted to go to. And there was an entrance fee. We get there cash only. We didn't have cash. No, are you serious? So we literally just had to turn around. And then I think that's like when we crashed. Oh, so it was already a day. And then. And then we went back to our Airbnb. I bought a bunch of beers, started drinking the beers. And then I found a dead cat in the yard. What an omen. What a grand time. And then I took a shower and went to bed. (laughs) What did you rate that Airbnb? That Airbnb was actually really nice. It was their neighbor's cat. It's really sad. It was their neighbor's cat. That wasn't their, that wasn't their fault. But mm, yeah. That's a bummer. I'm sad for the kitty. Yeah. There's a kitten actually. Uh, you're making it worse. I got to go to bed soon. I know. We've been at this for a while. Well, guys, I guess we're going to call it a night. You know, after May forgot who she was. We came back. Tired out here. And we got to talk all about the shenanigans of your trip. Stay safe. Good night. Make bad choices. Night.